Hi friends, this is Brandon Cousins from Legacy Marriage Podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to send a shout out to Anchor. I've been using Anchor for this podcast and it's been simple, quick, easy, probably one of the best experiences I've had with doing a podcast or any recording. And so I just wanted to leave this here. So if y'all wanted to start a podcast or help others in some way with your voice, I ask you to try them out and see how it goes. Hope you enjoy the episode. Let's get started. This is Brandon Cousins. This is podcast number two for the Legacy Marriage Podcast. We have started out talking about dishonesty. And I started out last time talking about a definition and just some examples so we can get a baseline of what is dishonesty. So this time, I just kind of wanted to come about and talk about... um, basically the process for dealing with dishonesty. My concern here is that I would like to be able to help those who are struggling with lying to their spouse or to their partner, and I want them to be able to have a process to be able to go step by step and try to figure out how do I stop doing this behavior that's so hurtful. So I outlined kind of a process, and the reason why I wanted to do a process or talk about a process today is because the next several or maybe the rest of this season will be focused on what does that that process look like. We want to be able to try to go step by step. You know, everything has a plan. When we want to accomplish something, I used to play football in high school. When we want to accomplish something, Let's say, let's take, for example, football or anything. Um, But football in general, you want to play a game, but you start out planning that game. You start planning what plays you're going to run. You practice the plays for weeks or months on end. You um, You watch the video. You watch tape. You kind of gather information on the other team. And so there's a lot of moving parts. And then when you get in the game, hopefully you've done enough preparation and planning that you are now ready to play the game and actually play it without really even thinking about it. And uh, and part of the issue here is that when you get in a situation and you're tempted to lie, let's say let's say it that way, when you're tempted to lie, you're going to be less likely to be able to change behaviors, to do the thing you want to do, than to be able to, um, well, you're just not going to be able to stop that behavior, right? Like, you're going to be tempted, you're going to have an emotional response, your emotional response is going to rise, you're going to get into fight or flight, or as some would say, the sympathetic nervous system will kick in, and then you're going to just react, well, reacting is not helpful in a situation where we don't want to lie anymore. We want to tell the truth because we don't want to hurt someone 
So if we don't plan, prepare, have a process of how to change the behavior, then we're probably going to run into some problems where we will repeat that behavior. Maybe it's become a habit. Maybe there's other things going on there. But we'll talk about that as we move through this podcast or the next few podcasts. I won't get into why uh, why we lie or the dishonesty factor right now. However, what I do want to do today is run down what a process might look like and what are the different parts in the process to get from point A to point B. Point A is kind of where we're at right now, the behavior, the unwanted behavior, to consistently, point B would be consistently having um, positive, truthful, honest, consistent, open behavior. Okay, so I outlined this process. Basically, here, let me get my paper here that I wrote down, so I still do some writing instead of typing. But I outlined this process, and it's not, I'm not going to say it's perfect, but it's doable. So, Um, I said the first thing you should do is understand your weaknesses and limits. Now, we could go through that. We could take our time to talk about what are weaknesses, what are limits, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think that's the point of this podcast. We will get to that maybe next podcast. We'll talk about weaknesses and limits, and then we'll go down the line. Okay, so um, why do we want to understand our weaknesses and limits first? It's because we need to know where we're not strong. So the second step would be understanding your strengths. But when you understand your weaknesses, you understand what tools you don't have and maybe what you need to practice or build upon or what uh, what you need to build up. Or just what you need to avoid in general. And those might also be obstacles that you're running into. So I was, uh, again, the football analogy. Um, you know, I played running back as, uh, as a high school player, and I actually played both ways, like my freshman and sophomore years. But after that, so when I say played both ways, for those who don't know football, I played on the defense and the offense. But I was much better on defense, or sorry, offense, carrying the ball, running. I was a very fast runner. Now, I might not have a lot of height, but I could run really fast. However, on defense, I had some weaknesses. Um, I was short, so being a corner, um, someone who covers a wide receiver, you know, a lot of those wide receivers were taller, so that was a weakness. So me not playing that position focusing on running the ball and knowing the plays and being able to see the field as a running back um, was really more important and made our team stronger because I practiced that more. So football is an example, and you can think of many other examples in your life where you might have needed to practice um, avoiding practice but focus on your strengths and not your weaknesses so we really need to understand our weaknesses first so we know what not to do so we know what to avoid so we know what we need to focus on again this is more about what are we focusing on here second in the process would be what are your strengths what are you good at um there is something called uh the strengths finder assessment that would probably be good for every one of us to take 
it helps us to know what we're good at. I think it's got like 40 or 50 or 60 strengths on it that you can uh, – it, it'll rank yourself. And maybe I'll talk more about that in the second um, episode and of this process. Sorry, it won't be the second episode. It might be the fourth episode. Um, but knowing your strengths – helps you know what you're good at, what you're able to use, the tools you already have to help yourself overcome this negative behavior or any behavior or anything for that matter. Okay, let's move on. So number three, I said remorse and atonement are important. Why would I say that before almost anything else? And that may even go, that could possibly go number one. But I think that's important before we get into... Um, actually working on changing the behavior because I think we gotta we gotta come to a place where our heart is in the right place where we're willing to change where we think we know sorry we we know we need to change so that's really important and we know we need to change when we have remorse and we feel bad about what we did so that's really important and um let's see what else did I write down here uh, we'll go over that during that pro, uh, during that podcast. But, however, I just wanted to add there, too, that might include thinking about um, openness, honesty. Why would we be that way? Okay, number four. Now we want to answer the question of why. Why did the dishonesty happen? Why did we lie? What was it that caused the hurt? Maybe we wanted something else. Maybe we didn't like the person. Maybe there was fear, selfishness. Maybe it was a heart problem. Maybe we're comparing something. So there's a lot of things we could go in there. So that um, podcast might actually, that episode might actually go longer. It also will be a podcast, we may break it up into two, where we'll talk about thoughts, emotions, and actions, and just the situation. We want to break down why this happens so that we understand it. The more understanding you have, the better you're able to create a plan to change it. Number five, we want to think about and maybe write down what do we really want. We may want to really take the time to go, what do I want out of this? You know, I've had a lot of couples that come in, and yes, they have been been dishonest with each other. And what I like to ask them is, like, do you want to be with this person? Do you want this other thing? What is most important to you? What do you want? And you would be surprised at how many people do not know what they want. So I think that would be an important step. And then the next one would be, who are you? Really, who are you? Do you even know yourself? And you may need to flip those. Do I know myself? Who am I really? And then that may help us answer what do we want. The next one would be commitment. What are we committing to? If we're going to commit to stop lying, we also are committing to something else. So we want to look at commitment and how that might affect things. Also, um, we, we want to move after that. Once we've made a commitment, we know what we want to commit to. We make that commitment. We declare the commitment. The next thing is we want to create a plan. At this point, this is the plan creating moment. We want to create a plan for growth. 
we're going to start putting together a plan of how we're going to stop this, but also the plan would include, like, what new behavior do we want that might replace this old behavior? Because a lot of times behaviors, uh, when we stop them, we're taking out something, and we need to put something back in the hole. Other things, and these last few things are just possible other things we would add to our process and plan. And, And they would still be part of the process, but they would be added to the plan. So you might need possible healing for trauma. Trauma may cause you to... Uh, feel certain ways and act certain ways to try to stay safe. So then you might lie or you might be dishonest. Also, you might need to get help for other mental health concerns. You know, if you have depression or anxiety or, uh, again, trauma, PTSD, schizophrenia, something like that, those also might be indications of why you might be lying so we might find that out in the why and you may need to get some help with those things also shame forgiveness hurt other emotions that might get in the way that might cause you to react in ways you don't want to react you're not trying to hurt someone but you are protecting yourself you're struggling with shame or forgiveness those things can be Uh, things that you have to work through and that would include like going to counseling maybe or finding some self-help books or finding a process of how to do that and that may be something we talk about consistency you probably need to talk think about and commit to some consistent work on this plan you're creating accountability maybe you need some accountability that's going to help walk alongside you, journey alongside you. Maybe there's a, a coach or a pastor or um, someone else, a friend or a parent that will help you walk through this. Or maybe that could include your spouse or your loved one. But you need to find someone most likely or put in your plan this idea of accountability. Who is going to help me with this? We are not supposed to be alone independent i know our culture talks about oh independence is great do it on your own you can do it no we are created to be in community to help each other we all have strengths and weaknesses we all need each other in some form or fashion so i encourage you to find accountability also two other things are Training and preparation. Once we have the plan, what are we going to do to train? What, it, what does training look like? Did we put it in our plan? What does it look like? Day in, day out. Preparation. Day in, day out. What are we going to do? When I played football, we practiced. And we started out two-a-days for two weeks. We practiced, practiced, practiced. So when we got on the field, we didn't have to think. We reacted in the new way, in the new plan. And we reacted with proficiency. And so I don't know that this would be all of the process that maybe we need to overcome dishonesty. But there are a lot of good points in here. And so we want to create a process. Now, I want to acknowledge that every one of us are different. And so your process might be different than my process. 
and your friend's process might be different than your process. So I just outline this as a template, and I tell my clients when I'll give things to them, these are templates. These are not for you to go step by step by step by step. I know we all like steps. As a counselor, I love to have a step of how to treat someone. That not, Unfortunately, that's not what counseling does. It's a process. Processes aren't necessarily step by step. Sometimes we have to go back to the old process. If anybody knows or has been through AA, they know the 12 steps. Well, the 12 steps are really a process. Everybody in AA who's been through it a while know that they will have to repeat it and repeat it and go back to other steps because it's not a one-time, let's, you know, let's go thing. Now, yes, they do one, two, three, four. They step through the process, but still, it's the same thing with grieving. Grieving is not like... You, you don't do the same steps. You might be going back and forth between steps. So remember, this is a process, and it takes time to change behavior. It's not like you're going to fix it now, but you need to be committed and dedicated to it, and through that, create a plan. But you can't be committed and dedicated and create a plan if your heart's not in it. So my process t- leads you from heart change or heart examination through to coming up with a plan and then implementing it with consistent commitment. So y'all, I think this would be a great thing to think about, pray about, try to understand what you're going to do with this. And at the end of the day, make sure that you decide what you want to do with this. And I know it could be difficult. And I know you're feeling a lot of emotions, but that's also part of the process to push down the emotions and focus. So I hope you got a lot out of this today. I encourage y'all to re-listen to it. I know what I'm trying to do, I just wanted to say this, what I'm trying to do is actually not do much um, I guess you could say not do much I don't even know what the word is. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. But I think I want y'all to know that this podcast is something that is going to be a little raw. And it's going to be something that hopefully helps y'all. But in the essence of it being raw, I want it to be real. So there are uh, errors in this. There are pauses in this that... Uh, could correct, but I don't know that I'm going to go through and correct the podcast or change it that much. So if you hear some corrections or you hear some, not corrections, but you hear some uh, uh, stutters, that's me thinking because I'm actually giving you real live content right now off the top of my head as well as what I've learned. And hopefully it's good and it's more, it'll be more conversational. I don't want to be perfect on this. I want y'all to know I'm not perfect. and I want y'all to understand that this is real. This is life. And if you want change, you have to deal with the imperfections and focus on your goal. So let's do that. I love each one of you. I know you're struggling. Spouses who have been lied to, I know you're struggling. Just know that I'm praying for you and I'm in this with y'all. 
So let me pray to end this. I know I didn't pray to start, but let me pray to end it so that we can go through and start working on what we need to work on that God wants us to work on. So, Father, I just thank you for this time to be able to come and um, and help those who are struggling with this type of issue in their relationship. Lord, I ask you to show these Show these people, the audience, what they need to do, what's their process, and let them take this information and let it be yours that you're training them, you're teaching them how to be more like you every day. Let them understand that you are king. You are the Lord. You have everything under control, and it will be okay. And let them reach out to you for understanding. You said, my sheep will hear my voice. Let them take some time and listen and reach out to you and cry out to you in this moment. And I just praise you for what you're going to do through this podcast. And I ask that the words that I spoke, even after, um, well, even before I prayed, that those words would be and are your will and are what you would want spoken and i know you're a good god so keep giving us encouragement and teaching us more about who you are and let us put you first in every way we love you and we praise you in jesus name amen okay thank y'all for listening and I hope y'all have a great uh, few days or a week. I don't know when the next podcast will come out, but you will see it when it comes up. And if y'all have any questions, um, you can email me at admin at Brandon Cousins LMFT. And I hope to provide something pretty quickly, another one coming up pretty quickly, but it does take time to prepare. So just Be patient with me. This is a new podcast. I'm trying to get it all together. I don't have a team working with me. And on top of that, I'm still seeing clients and doing my everyday work. So if y'all could be patient with that. But I bless y'all. And I hope you have a great week. 